This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Go to GoDaddy.com for all of your domain and web hosting needs. Save 10% off by going to GoDaddy.com and entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B-L-U-13. When do we go back? Back? Where? The Enchanted Forest. Our home. You want to go back? We fought really hard to get here. But with what Regina did to Archie, Storybrooke ain't as safe as we thought. We're going to find her. There's only so many places she can hide. We've dealt with her before. We'll do it again. But it's not just her. The curse is broken. There's a whole world full of people beyond the town line that don't know who or what we are. Ever think of what might happen if one of them were to come pay us a visit? Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is our public service announcement. Don't stand in the middle of the street in the middle of the night. Duh. Uh, You might just get hit by a mysterious car. You might. That uh, is probably going to be pretty important to the plot, I imagine. Yeah, it's going to be a vital Pennsylvania person. Yeah. (laughs) Who could it be? Anyway. Anywho, right. no, this is a podcast about a little show uh, ABC, like not us, uh, but ABC likes to call Once Upon a Time. We call it Once Upon a Time. We do call it Once Upon a Time, but we didn't originate no, the phrase. No, we did not originate it, not at all. But we love it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're a little late this week, unfortunately. As we mentioned, excuse me, in the last episode, uh, we went to Disney World. Disney! And, uh, you know, that was fun and everything, but then, you know, driving uh, from here where we live in Atlanta down to Orlando and back, back up here, like three days. And then I had, then the next, the day after that, I had to drive to Nashville and back to pick up a new computer, which we're uh, tired. Yeah. We're still tired. Like this has been the longest recovery post mini vacation ever. <laughs> Just can't gain our energy back, but we're here. Yeah, it basically, uh, you know, Monday Monday night we were like, eh, let's put it off till Tuesday, and then Tuesday came, and we were just like, oh, there's no way. We just we need a couple we just, more days we're to rest. We're yeah, hurting. But, yeah, and now my, we're getting sick, so we were like, we better do this, otherwise mm-hmm. it's only going to get worse. Yeah, my back was all twisted up and everything. Yeah, I, we could have done the episode, but don't I mind us sung, complaining a little for you. I would have sounded like this the whole. You did episode. not want him on Tuesday. He sounded evil. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't pleasant. It was not fun. But anyway, Thursday night, we're back in the saddle and uh, we're here to talk about a new episode. So why don't you go ahead and summarize it for us, Anne-Marie? Bell thinks Mr. Gold swell, but Hook wants him to go straight to hell. Mulan meets Prince Phil and Hopper's unkilled in this week's episode, The Outsider. The Outsider. Which, even though uh, at the end of the episode, you know, we do get a mysterious outsider uh, crashing into Hook. I I think uh, the title, The Outsider, is mainly referring to Hook. Yeah. Because it's a whole episode. The the basic premise of the episode is him, you know, poking around and causing general mischief mischief. (laughs) in in Storybrooke. And bleeding. Yes, yes. Lots of bleeding. Getting books shoved over on him and... Hope he has a good insurance plan because he is in pain. <laughs> anyway, 
Neverland's the best insurance plan. That's what I always say. Wow. First of all, I, I think this is the first time we've really seen Mr. Gold slash Rumpel's true power starting to come out. And in, in Storybrooke, yeah. And also you're starting to see, instead of the cold calculating Mr. Gold, you're starting to see a little bit more of that emotional Rumple Stiltskin, especially around the era when he first became uh, the Dark One. Right. When he just sort of did whatever mm-hmm. he felt like doing. Yeah, but he, like, if you count the time that they cut away from it, he, he was beating Hook with his cane for a solid five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was That was a little disturbing. Just a bit. Just a bit. I mean, and Belle's just like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't hit the man. We have the shawl. <laughs> I'm just like, I've got your shawl. Let's just go. <laughs> Hold on. Let me whack. And the, I love what he looks at him and goes, you see, he has to die. <laughs> no. He, he, he was just so happy about it. He was really way too pleased that he needed to murder someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's just been too long. But, uh, you know, especially with him kind of just carelessly uh using his powers as he did in in this episode and and that kind of like emotional visceral reaction to hook i kind of you know for several episodes in uh the beginning of the season i was saying i think this season's very much going to be rumple and regina redeeming themselves (laughs) yeah i think this might I, i think they were heading that way but i think that that kind of indicates to me that Rumple might be turning a curve, and I, there's some stuff uh, from you know trailers and stuff for next week's episode that we'll talk about in a little bit that kind of made me think that a little more too. Right. Um. Okay. So, welcome <laughs> back, Mulan and Philip. Yes. Good to see you. <laughs> Thank you for being relevant. It's been far too long. What three episodes? Something like that. But well, it's, Philip, it's been a while. Philip, it's while been longer. since the first like episode of the season. Mm-hmm. But Mulan, I enjoyed her in this. She wasn't so hard mm-hmm. as she was in the first half. Well, I I definitely think this was the best Mulan episode. Definitely. I and if you would have to, I I think all the other ones are tied for second best or as I like to call it last place. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz uh Mulan in every other episode I haven't been terribly impressed with her at all. No. But this one she was this actually was pretty good. decent. I I kind of disappointed me when Bell took off at the end. I was like, I "Oh, they they're going to have a you know, we might get to see a f- few more flashbacks where they're teaming up." Yeah, no. No, she she she, she was like, off. "Oh, look, you're both bleeding. I'm out." <laughs> and then she runs right into the queen and yeah. gets locked in the tower. Should have just freaking waited <laughs> for twenty minutes. Crashed for the night. I know. Seriously, when she starts to walk away, I'm like, "It's like three in the morning. Can you just like take a nap?" Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I'm really happy to see Mulan back in the flashbacks. Definitely. Very happy to see Philip because now we we'll get to see how those two interact and got together and. Possibly fell in love. Ooh. I, I, I'm under the assumption that Aurora is already sleeping beauty at this point, that she's already I would think so from the locked way he up in the said, Ivy Castle. Yeah, from the way that he said, um, what's your face? Maleficent put him under the spell and would do anything to keep them apart. Yeah. That makes sense. 
And I believe, you know, Belle wasn't locked up in Regina's tower very long before this, the uh, curse. Mm. I'm not sure, but I don't believe. Yeah, and I mean, I guess, because at first when I, when, you know, oh, that's when they got together pre-curse, uh, very, pretty far out pre-curse, probably at least, you know, a couple years mm-hmm. before the curse hit. I I was thinking, man, it took them forever to get to Aurora, but then... I, I keep forgetting, you know, there were 23 years in there. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's a really long time. So, you know, an, an extra two years tacked on to that. That's nothing. No, no. So. No, no. <laughs> okay, uh, Smee. I, <laughs> the episode opened with Smee, and uh, it, di- it didn't end with Smee, but uh, it ended Smee. <laughs> um, kind of. He's not gone. He's not gone. He's just a rat now. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gold uh, turned him into a rat. He could have been buddies with Gus Gus. Yes, he definitely could have <laughs> been buddies with Gus Gus. But Gus Gus is gone now, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Gus Gus. We need, we need a good uh, Smee-Gus Gus team up. A flashback? That could, that could be cool. That could be interesting. I don't see it, but you know. But it, it kind of disappointed me, too, because... You know, Smee's the only other person besides Mr. Gold who can leave Storybrooke now because he uh, still has the hat with the potion on it. How is a rat carrying a hat around Storybrooke, and why would nobody well, take he's the not, hat off? I, I, believe, I believe, you know, he, he got transformed, uh, the smoke cleared, and the rat was under the hat, and he crawled out and scurried away. Right. But, you know, I, I don't necessarily see Mr. Gold uh, having a change of heart there and turning him back. So. No, he's not going to turn him back, especially after all this shit. And, and the, hat, the hat wouldn't work for anyone else, right? Right. Because it has to be something that's personally personal. important to you. Correct. True story. But, yeah, I've, Smee is now a rodent. And uh, squeak, 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 hopefully squeak, he doesn't squeak, run into squeak. a cat before he can find someone that will turn him back. Meow. Oh. Sorry, I'm being really weird tonight. <laughs> totally um, fine. Okay, so everybody that wants to go back to Fairy Tale Land, raise your hand. Oh, everyone but Snow and maybe Emma. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be back soon. I think. Yeah. I think once this whole like Cora thing and Hook thing Shakes chills, out. they're they're gonna go back. Even if like the dwarves are leading a revolution. Mm-hmm. Of some sort. Because, you know, the dwarves and the fairies, they be tight. They be tight. They be tight. That's right. Go with it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's how they get the fairy dust, which can open some sort of mysterious portal. Because fairy dust can do everything. Yes, it can. Uh, including turning Philip back from that monster. Exactly. Because he was a very intelligent monster who could write in Chinese. Yes. <laughs> how did he learn Chinese? I don't know. Well, he was like running around, I'm guessing. Well, was he in China or well, Japan? Or Wasn't it implied that like that the monster had done some great harm to Mulan's family or something? Or her town. It was her village. Her, her village, yeah. Right. I don't know. So. I don't understand the worlds. <laughs> I don't understand we the need crossover. A map. Yes. Dear ABC, can we get a map? Of, of uh, fairy tale land, please, especially before we get back to fairy tale land, mm. because then I'm really going to be confused. I, I will say though that the, it, what they kind of brought up tonight, as far as people wanting to go back, completely supports my theory I had over the break that the the season is going to end with a group, 
you know, half the town wanting to go back and half of the town wanting to stay. And I believe I also said that that split would also include the family of uh, Snow and Charming, that there would be a split within the family. Definitely. Because it'll be Henry and Charming being like, all right, let's go. And Snow and Emma are like, really? We just came back. Yeah. No. Yeah, so, uh, you know, as some groundwork laid uh, for that anyway. And, you know, I, I feel honored that the creators of the show are listening to my theories and incorporating them. That's right. That's exactly what they did. I'm too. sure. That's exactly I'm sure. what they did. If, if, uh, by the way, if that is true and the creators of the show are listening and they want to talk, call us up. We have a voicemail number that we will give at the end of the we episode. Have- Hey, sh- shoot us an email. We'll, we'll set up a Skype Tweet interview. Us. No problem. It, it might be a little difficult on our, our part, but I, I think we can make the sacrifice. Well, Dreamy gave Belle some advice. that I, Well, first of all, it was great seeing Dreamy again. I know. He's so happy. Yeah. It, it, it's, is there some sort of makeup thing going on there with him? Because he seems to have a wider nose or something as Dreamy than as Grumpy. I didn't notice that. I just noticed his smiles, and there's a twinkle in his eye. Mm-hmm. I like the twinkle. And he talks it's in a softer voice. Yeah, and... well, he's not all gruff. Mm-hmm. And... He's not grumpy yet. No. That happens like two days after his appearance in I this episode. Know. Oh, let's just think of him as dreamy. Yes. Maybe someday he'll, he'll re- become dreamy again. We And I think we mentioned this last episode. We still need to see him and his fairy. Have... Uh, like meet up in Storybrooke, yeah. Because they they haven't really approached that at all. Like, and they've been in the same locations many many times. And their their Storybrooke counterparts were kind of doing hit, the same thing, hitting it off already. So maybe they just feel really awkward. I mean, I can see that neither of them are there. Well, I don't know because he's always the one who's like fairy dust, fairy dust, fairy dust. And she's kind of like, you know, the head fairy. Well, that's that's kind of that's his, business. That's his deal, too. That you is know, kind of his deal. Dwarves, dwarves deal in fairy dust. That's that's the way they're grown. <laughs> they're hatched. It's true. They are hatched. And... They're they're hatched to mine the fairy dust. That's that's their purpose. Well, I need to rewatch that episode. <laughs> um, it's a good episode. So, I, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I thought he gave Belle some bad advice to send her away with. You know, those jerks across the bar. Like, I, I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to get her out there and, you know, give her some more confidence and try and return the favor. Like, you can do it uh, like she did for him, uh, as we saw in uh, the her, the Beauty and the Beast episode. Right. But I, I don't think sending her off with those guys was necessarily the best tactic. It may not have been, but again, this is dreamy we were talking about. Had it been grumpy, he'd have been like, don't go with those Yeah, kids. he would have been a lot more cynical. Right. But it was dreamy. He's like, all will be well. Just go. Follow mm-hmm. your heart and your adventure. Yeah, but those guys were jerks. Like, they were complete and total jerks. They they messed Belle around every chance they kept they her bag. Go. That bothered yeah. me. I was like, what is in the bag? Probably, probably, probably the clothes books. she was wearing in the bar. Yeah, I wondered when she... I was like, when did yeah. you get these so, awesome clothes? Suddenly, costume change. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have waited for a costume change. They'd have taken off without you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, you maybe know... maybe not. She was kind of hanging out there. They they push her off the cart. They won't let her get a drink of water. They turn her into the queen. Well, yeah. not turn her into the queen. <laughs> they transform yeah. her into the queen. 
give her over to the queen. <laughs> yes, yes, basically, exactly. But uh, you know, I if dreamy as a fully realized person still existed, I would say, you know, maybe maybe don't give people advice anymore. You might not want to do that. But uh, Grumpy has a healthy amount of cynicism, so I'm sure it's okay now. Yes, he's fine. Yeah. Um, I really liked Belle in this, though. Like, I love her in both the flashback and in Storybrooke with her bad A self. Yeah. Like, she just was awesome. She went, she was like, oh, I want to do this? Okay. Done. Mm. And I don't know. I like it when the characters get that oomph, excuse me, behind them when they have been very timid. Yeah. And she's been a very timid person. Well, not, I mean, not, not with... exceptionally so, because, I mean, she volunteered to go with Rumple back, her first appearance. Right, Chronologically, yes. even. Yes and no. I don't know. Like, she hasn't done too much. She's been the librarian. She's just sort of been hanging in the background. Yeah, this was the first real Belle adventuring episode. And I think it's the first flashback for her we've had, besides that little blip in last week's episode with uh hook breaking into her room right i uh, it, it might have been two weeks ago it was, it was either weeks. two weeks or a week ago but uh, you know this is the real first real flashback with her we've gotten yeah and she's been tough well see and i guess that's also something else is i have prisoner bell in my head mm. and that prisoner bell is very reserved and quiet and timid yeah. Relatively. But, you know, this bell was like, done. Though, really, was she going to kill the beast with an itty-bitty dagger she had? <laughs> Did she have any idea what she was getting into? Yeah, and she kind of wasn't really holding it very solidly no. as she approached the cave either. She's like holding the book in one hand. Okay, this is the cave. Pulls out her little dagger and goes, dip 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 Speaking mm. of books, does no one else in fairy tale and read... Because every time Belle shows up with the book, everyone's like, what's that? Yeah, I, they, they must not. How did you know? What is this book? Yeah, it's you know, really weird. It doesn't seem like even Mulan kind of reacted well, that Mulan way. Mulan was in the army. Like, what is she? I don't know. She doesn't really seem like the book reading type. I suppose not. I suppose not. She is more of an adventurer She's type. She's more of, you know, physical, beat em up, take the money type of person take their money i don't know <laughs> that's not very honorable it's not very honorable i don't know where maybe came maybe from. the her dragon that was played by eddie murphy i was that that was never the that was saw by. it oh yeah you still know, haven't you've, watched you've never it. seen mulan sorry failure well also obviously you need to see lulu and stitch irrelevant conversation it, you, you know what we'll have to watch mulan you know we'll be able to get down to business no this is like to the defeat sec- no not again I like that song. No more singing. It's a good song. Didn't we talk about and this? I'll make a man out of you. Awkward. I'm... Yeah, that was probably... That was probably... Yeah. It was really awkward. Really weird. Anyway. Oh, speaking of, you said uh, you still need to see Lilo and Stitch too. You said that because of the... Fa- we if saw... you followed my greetings from Disney tweets... <laughs> Yeah, uh, we saw we saw Lilo or Stitch, Stitch. rather. Lilo was persona non grata, 
but we saw Stitch around Disney World a lot. Yeah, we should probably talk about that a little bit in the new fairy tale land. We'll go ahead. Fantasyland. Fantasyland. Uh, we'll, we'll take a little break we'll here. We'll take a moment. And, and you, you know, I, I, I think, uh, why, why don't you go ahead and talk about the bell the bell attraction? it was amazing yeah because i didn't go on that but so go ahead and dish okay so for those of you who are interested in the full disney experience um the bell story time with bell is amazing it was the longest wait we had of the day and you go in and you go into um first you know while you're waiting in line you're in the house Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things to pay attention to because they actually quiz you when you go into Maurice's uh, workshop. The cast member asks questions of the, and all that. And the mirror comes to life kind of and you walk through the mirror and you're in the castle. Mm. So it's really cool. And then um, it's an interactive uh, <coughs> attraction. And they pass out parts and like, you know, some people have like a little paper cutout or a hat or a cape or something. And, um, and then they are, you're reenacting the day that Belle and Beast fell in love. Hmm. It's, and you know, so it's the big yellow dress number. It's the main, yeah you know, tale as old as time. And it was pretty amazing. And I don't just say that because my daughter was the beast. <laughs> um, it was not even her acting debut, but <laughs> she was an amazing beast. <laughs> but it was really cool. And um, I don't know if you've ever been to Disney, you know, they give you those photo passes whenever you meet the characters or, you know, there's the random photographers around Disney. Well, they have one that's specific to Storytime with Belle that they give you when you're leaving that has they, – because they had a photographer taking stuff the whole time. Uh-huh. So you and can get like the whole show. You can get the whole the whole shebang because they do you know individual pictures with everyone that was in the cast with Belle mm-hmm. and all the other little kids in the audience. So and like – so even if you're – you or your kid weren't in the show, you get one. Yeah. So it's really cute. Yeah, I'd also like to talk about uh, you. You know, you can jump in because we both went on this one. I uh, and it's not really even pertinent to the show too much because she hasn't made an official appearance yet. But the uh, the Little Mermaid ride, the Little Mermaid, was really cool too. It was very, you know, it's a basic classic Disney ride animatronic. You ride in a shell figures, and you you kind of get an overview of the story of the Little Mermaid as well as all the uh, big musical numbers and of everything. Course. But it it was just it was it was just so well done that it snapped me right back into the seat I was sitting in when I was what eight years old and went to see Little Mermaid yeah. in the theater. I it, it, they it, did really good with that and the the interactive when you go to meet Belle or um, Ariel, uh-huh. she was awesome. That yeah. was probably my favorite character. Like she was the most interactive and most in character. Mm-hmm. So it was, her grotto is really cool. Yeah, her her voice was even. Oh yeah, she, I mean identical. she worked on that. Yeah. yeah, obviously they work on that, but she was she was committed. Uh huh. And you know that's impressive when you're doing something like that. I think mm. coming from an actor's standpoint. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, phenomenal stuff in uh, Fantasyland. Uh, so if you're a Once Upon a Time fan, obviously you're going to want to check it out. We had a great time, but blame Disney. For uh, our being late with today's episode. Exactly. Blame Disney, but go see it. Yes. Anyway, okay. where were we? Bell. Okay. 
who is Bell? Bell says this right at the end after she loses her memory. I I think it's a very important question for the audience too, because up until this point, we didn't never saw Bell in Storybrooke until after the curse was broken. No, lies. 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 She was rescued like the day before. Are you sure? Yep. Yep. Positive. Yep. Absolutely positive. One hundred percent. Hundred and fifty percent. Yep. No, because wasn't it? Nope. As the magic was rolling into nope. town, Jefferson ran down. And... Nope. Okay. Uh, you know what? You go ahead and talk about your point. I'm going to find this out here <laughs> real quick. Go ahead. Oh, I so love when I'm right. Um, okay. So is it just me? So you're going to have to participate in this because I can't just talk to myself. Or did Archie kind of not look like Archie when he went to Henry and Emma at the apartment? Didn't he kind of still look, he looked a little off? Like, in a way, like, obviously they were like, uh, thought you were dead. Wouldn't you automatically think that it was like Cora or somebody impersonating him? Well, they don't even know that Cora's there at this point. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. How how, How do they know she's there? Didn't they know, they know, hold on. Well, now they do. That I, I, because I believe. Oh, because he told them. Yeah. Okay. We're just yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but they don't know. Oh, by the way, I'm completely right. No. No, she got broken out of the asylum in the season finale. Because remember, Jefferson goes down there and busts her out to mess with Regina because he's mad at Regina, and then she goes and meets up with Rumple and they head out to the well. But she didn't know yet. She found out like okay like. Two hours after. At first, she didn't know. She remembered because the curse was broken while they were at the well. Mm. They were already together. Trust me. See, we're going to have to go back. and This is uh, the section where it... Please tell us who's wrong. I will try and watch the episode. We know you'll tell us who's <laughs> right or wrong here. Yeah. But because uh, I, th- what I'm thinking is that, you know, she's going to be that girl who was locked up in the, the sanitarium for, you know, 20, 26 years or whatever, or 28 years. Because since she can't remember who she is now, she, the last memory she has is being a crazy person who was locked up in a padded room. Right. You know, that's what I was kind of wondering. Who's this bell going to be? And, you know, we kind of see some previews uh, in next week's episode. She's she, she's definitely forgotten everything. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know nothing. Like, she's just, she's very, like, scared of her environment like, who's now. Bell? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, that should be interesting Yes, to please see. tell us who's right or wrong there. I'm right. I think I'm right. I'm right. Um... Okay, I, I also wanted to say, uh, why is everybody so worried about outside visitors? I mean, this is a functioning town. They have a diner. They have, you know, bookstores and all this stuff. There's, if nothing else, there's delivery men coming into town a couple times a week. There must not be. So, so I don't know what they've been eating. Yeah, exactly. Where are they getting their food? Where are they getting medical supplies? Where are they getting, you know dried good well no i guess that would be food you know what i mean though 
Where are they getting anything? Yeah, exactly. Things have to be coming into town, and they obviously can't leave. (laughs) So there has to be outsiders coming into town all the time. So I'm not sure exactly why everyone's getting so afraid about it, except for to advance the plot and, you know, kind of tie it in. Well, because what would you do if you saw somebody just randomly do magic? Ask them if they could teach me how to do (laughs) do it. Uh, But not everyone is as liberal as that. Yeah. A lot of people would get scared and, like, shoot them. That's what they're afraid of. But you have magic. Magic magic is greater than bullets. Not if you're Ruby's magic. Yeah, I guess so. That's why she expressed her fear. Yeah. What if you see a girl turn into a wolf? Like, (laughs) so. Fair enough. I, I, I just... I, I really enjoyed this episode. That was one of the weaknesses to me is that they seem to be kind of trying to make that a thing where if the town has been functioning since the curse has been broken, right. I don't see why it should be a thing. Right. But I, I understand with especially what happens at the end of the episode and some mysterious stranger coming in. It ma- makes enough sense. Sorry. Um. So. Did this outsider not see three people in the middle of the road as well as a car that had its lights on? Maybe he was drunk. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, seriously? You ran. (laughs) It's hard to say because we don't even know who this guy is because it's not. uh, Well, I mean, we know who's playing him uh, based on casting announcements. But we know it's like it's not Neil Cassidy. Right. It's not a character we've met before. Right. So it it just remains to be seen who who the guy actually is. Uh, if you had to like say right now who is this person who shows up and why is he significant to the story? What would you say? Random guy. Random guy. Mm-hmm. You think just random? I think guy? it's just a random guy, and he's and that it, pivotal because he's that random. And it's going to be like a bottle episode where they're trying to hide the magicalness of the kind episode, of I bet. yeah, the whole episode. Which I, and it'll be when Cora makes her big appearance, and she doesn't give up about anybody, so she doesn't care if anybody else knows. Yeah, she'll I, use magic on the guy. I can see that like as a comedy of errors, like them yeah, trying to like take him around corners and stuff so he doesn't so, see the big magical fight out in the street or right. whatever. Well, yeah, but he ends up in the hospital. Ooh, sorry. <coughs> Spoilers. Spoiler. Um, I'm really bad at that. But, like, in a lot of the previews, dude gets put in the hospital probably due to this wreck. Yeah. And the town is deciding between do we kill him, let him die or not. Which one's easier on us? Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I have two big for guesses spoiler. for his identity. Okay, share with the class. One, Doctor Frankenstein's brother. Okay. Somehow he got sent into the real world, and uh, he he you know comes there. to find his brother or whatever. Right. Uh, two, the person who wrote the book. God, I want to know who wrote the book. They I know. haven't mentioned it, it in well, so long. They said that we'll be finding out this season at the beginning of the season. Right. So, so hopefully, hopefully, uh, I mean, they, they, there's time, but there's not a ton of time. Yeah. <laughs> and th- that would be a really good way to bring him in, too. That would be. That would be really good. So it, we, we'll see who he is also, in a couple of weeks. Also, where the hell is August? Exactly. Where is August. He wouldn't be running people over, though. He'd no. know better than to do that. 
No, he's on the run somewhere. He's out. He's out uh, at a at a biker bar. Just uh, his wooden nose. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. He got a part time job as a dartboard. What do you want? Inappropriate. <laughs> Was that a lumberist? I guess. <laughs> Something like that. Something. No, but I have very good episode. Very good. Yes, episode. I definitely like this one. On a, a scale of, hmm, what should our scale be this week? Let's see. On a um, scale of one to eleven Shaws, what do you give it? I'm going eight Shaws. Eight Shaws. That's eight pretty Shaws. high. Justify that. You, you don't think that? No, I, I think that. <laughs> I would like you to justify. It. Um, I just think there was so much going on. We learned a lot of good stuff this week. Mm-hmm. I never felt like, all right, can we get on with it? Move it on, move it on, move it on. Yeah. And, you know, there's always those little points in the show, but I didn't feel that this week. Hmm. So, you know, I like that there was a lot. There was progress. And, I mean, this is the way we always feel when there's an episode that has a significant amount of progress. We're like, yes, do it. Keep it up. <laughs> so, because, I mean, I felt like even the flashbacks were progress. Yeah, definitely. And not all the time where they <laughs> sometimes it's like, oh, okay, good to know that. Well, I, 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 if I was a betting man, I would say they're going to be, you know, putting in maybe one more flashback with Mulan and Philip and then coming back to present day with her and Aurora trying to save him. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Oh, they, they said that they wouldn't be coming back to that too much, didn't they? But they have lied before. They did say this was going to be. A very romantic, rumble-heavy half season, and you know, two two or three episodes in, right? Boom! They shoot her in the head, and she forgets who she is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, you, you know, uh, Rumple's probably going to be busy with his own stuff for a while <laughs> anyway. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I I I would give it seven point five shots. Oh, seven point five shots. Yeah, I, off the fringe, huh? It, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it, it, it was a very good episode. I enjoyed it. I was engaged the entire time. I just didn't have any mind equals blown moments for me. Right. Which the best episodes do. Right. So I guess that would justify giving it an eight as well. But you gave it an eight. You you started the mark high. so You had I, to go a little lower. Yeah, I had to go just a little lower just to... You know, voice my discomfort with the fact that my mind wasn't completely freaking blown by the end of the episode. Okay. It was a good episode. Good progression. Excited to see what happens next week. Solid episode. Solid writing. Solid acting by the entire cast. I think you. I wanted my mind to be blown. So, you like the internet, right? I like the internet. Do you like websites on the internet? I love websites on the internet. Did you know that websites just, they weren't magically created on the internet rumple didn't cast a curse over the internet to infect it with websites people actually go out and they build these websites yeah i'm serious my mind is blown mind equals blown mind equals blown (laughs) no they they go out and they build these websites with like a hammer and glue no, no, the hammer a lot and glue of people really lot, go together. A lot of people think, <laughs> well, you put hammer on the glue, <laughs> or, or you put a uh, glue on the end of the hammer, rather, and then you pound it and it sticks, and, right. and then and there you're you done. Go. Then you have a website, right? 
then you kind of just duck down under the hammer and you have shelter. Uh, <laughs> no, and they don't sit down with uh, with college-ruled notebooks and mechanical pencils either. <gasps> Inappropriate. They they do this thing called – well, it's a couple things. They Graphic design – which I don't, I don't know what that could possibly mean. Those are two words that are just so above my vocabulary level. I couldn't even think about starting to put them together to form a concept. Okay. And coding, which I, I understand a little more. It's, it's typing, but really exactly. It's basically taking English class, and instead of English class, it's math class, but you have to follow, follow all the rules of English. It's complicated. But that's how you build a website. So wait, so this is what it sounds like to build a website? Exactly. Exactly. I th- throw in a, you know, slurping of coffee and uh, some cursing. I <laughs> know, uh, probably not the cursing. We'll leave out the we'll cursing. We'll leave out the cursing. The frustrated cursing. Uh, but, you know, you're building this website. I, uh, we, we've basically taught you how to build a website in the past minute and a half. So you know how to build a website. and Now, where do you go to do that? I Well, the thing is, there's a huge government regulatory board oh. that won't let you build a website unless you have a specific certification. Oh, no, no I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyone can build a website. Yay! All you need to do is find a place to host the website. Oh. I, you know, you can look around... There's a, a lot of different people, but the place I'm going to suggest is GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy.com provides domain names, web hosting, and uh, really nice hors d'oeuvres if you go to one of their parties. Is I haven't coffee? been, but I've heard. Oh. But I thank, thankfully, since they're sponsoring our show today, uh, we can offer you a couple really good deals here. Uh, we can give you 10% off. Any order, if you enter the promo code BLU13, that's Blue13, and we can offer you 20% off uh, hosting one, two, or three plans by using the code HOSTPOD13. Uh, Now, uh, we use one of those hosting plans for greetings from storybrook.com, and I use it for a couple of my personal websites. have used it for years. It's been great. They have 99.9% uptime. Uh, If you get... (laughs) If you get one of the uh, more advanced hosting plans, you can do multiple domains. I personally have the plan where you can do as many domains as you want on the same server. I, they, you can even do things like automated backups to where you just get an email with your whole website backed up every couple months. So if there's a hacker coming around or something, hey, at least you have a backup. There's right? a hacker just coming around. I actually he has a- the hammer with the glue. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, I actually set that up after I got hacked uh, the first time. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I should probably do something about automating this so I don't have to rebuild my website from scratch because some guy from Russia <laughs> broke into it. Uh, we but, have nothing against Russians. Uh, yeah, I'm mostly a, a big part part of me is Russian. So Just saying. We love you, Rushkis. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much, GoDaddy, for uh, sponsoring the podcast. And like I said, if you want to get 10% off any order, uh, use BLU13, Blue13. And if you want to get 20% off hosting, one, two, and three plans, use the promo code HOSTPOD13 at checkout. And that'll tell them that you heard about them from Oops. us. And they'll throw us a couple shekels to pay for our web hosting and you know, uh, beverages as we are exactly. recording the podcast, which is really all we need. That's all we want. Yeah. So uh, now it's time to get into the news. 
News. Okay, first off, I closed the story. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's okay. This is a quick one. We're just going to go over ratings real quick. Now, the ratings this week were, I don't know yet. They were a little bit down. Uh, yeah, they were a little bit down. But they? they were against the Golden Globes. Yeah. And so the Golden Globes were up for the do? first time in like four years. You know what they should – I don't know if they're doing this or not, but uh, <laughs> they should they should replay this week's episode uh, next week, like before next week's episode. If they, they can. should. That would be cool. Do a double header. Do it. But uh, yeah, it uh, fell uh, three tenths to two point eight share at eight p.m. And uh, like you said, it was up against the Golden Globes, and, and the people were like way pumped about the Golden Globes because of Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I heard, it was probably one of the. Be- I I don't really go in for award shows too much, but I heard it was one of the better ones, like right. one of the more unpredictable ones, where the ones with like Ricky Gervais hosting and uh, were. They 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 were, were unpredictable. They were controversial. Well, they were controversial, but they weren't necessarily unpredictable. Uh, I I haven't watched or any award show in so long. Yeah, same here. So long, same here. But I I heard this year's Golden Globes worth was worth watching for so, what it's worth. For the fact that we only went down like point three percent or something, I think we did okay. Yeah, definitely. We did okay. Definitely. Okay. I, I I'm not I'm not looking to a. Uh, to uh, get out of the podcasting once upon a time podcasting business yet. Nah, so. nah. If we stuck around through Haterade, we'll stick around through that. Exactly. Okay, so spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. This time I'm remembering to tell you that I'm going to give you spoilers. <laughs> there are spoilers coming to actually both stories. So if you want to skip any spoilers, I would I would hop ahead about four or five minutes. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so episode 13 entitled Tiny will reveal Jorge Garcia's return. Jorge. Jorge. Um, I'm going to read. Here's um, ABC released this uh, official episode synopsis. Cora brings the giant to Storybrooke, where he unleashes vengeance on the town. Greg asks Belle what she saw the night of his accident. Emma and Henry go to Mr. Gold. Go with Mr. Gold to search for his son while Anton the Giant befriends the humans. Now, so I'm guessing Greg, Greg is the guy who... It's the guy. Yeah, it's the dude. So, again, it's spoilery. Mm-hmm. So we know it's not some other people. Yeah, but, I mean, he he, he was a, he was announced, uh, I think, maybe even during the break, uh, as a guy, a mysterious guy who shows up in Storybrooke. Right. So we knew if if you follow any sort of coverage of casting news and stuff like that at all, you knew you knew that. Right. Right. Basically, if you're okay with even a slight spoiler, you already knew this was coming. But his name is Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as long as we're dealing in spoiler territory, um, mm-hmm. there were some set picks of Jorge Garcia, uh, you, you know, shooting Once Upon a Time. And it appeared he was, you know, in some scenes with some other people as not a giant. Right. Or he was walking around as not a giant. Well, the dwarves aren't exactly dwarfy. They're short. Yeah, but I mean, we've already seen this guy is, you know, 20 times. a different world. 20 times taller than ever. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if... uh, He's going to be shrunk down once once he gets to Storybrooke, which will be interesting to see how he unleashes his vengeance as a normal as size a normal man. size guy. 
uh, without any power or anything like that. Well, why wouldn't he have any power? There's I, magic in Storybrooke. I'm guessing there's a, there might be a story behind it, though, since the episode's called Tiny. Maybe there's some sort of thing where he was transformed into a giant. I or he was that. Or he was, you know, the littlest giant. I could see them pulling that oh, with Jorge. Oh, the littlest giant. Because he, he's sort of a cute, cuddly, little bear. fat man. Uh, no, I mean that. Oh, the, I mean that in the ba- best way possible, and I mean he, he's never going to change if he was stuck on an island for like a year and didn't drop a pound. Uh, <laughs> I think he's pretty comfortable with who he is. He's okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be good to see him again. Hopefully, it will be better than the last episode he was in. Oh, uh, although gosh. he was one of my favorite parts of that episode because right. that that was the Haterade episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Haterade. Yeah. Um, another little spoiler in here, <clears throat> um, is that episode 14 is called Manhattan and we know that, um, Neil shall be in the episode. Shall be there. Thanks to the lovely set pictures that we have all seen. Yes. And, uh, from those set pictures, we also know that the episode will take place in Manhattan. Hence called Manhattan. And that somehow. Which is where his apartment is. In that somehow uh, we're looking for Bay. Well, actually, not somehow. There's no mystery to it. Now we know how Rumple gets there, right? And Emma and Henry don't have the same restriction, right? About Which leaving. Which is probably Story why they're Road. going. Yeah. Let's be honest. They're like, eh, let's go. Well, if you need, who else is going to ask me? He turned him him into a rat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's and he's out of potion. So, but I I'd say right now next week's episode based on the trailers, which we'll talk about in a second. And uh, the Manhattan episode are the two episodes I'm looking most forward to this this season that yeah. I've heard of so far. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, um, totally fine, totally fine. Um, okay, so the other kind of spoilery, the Canadian preview. Yeah, in this whoever it- recorded this Canadian preview basically had everything on mute. <laughs> you can you have to turn turn your computer all the way up, turn your headphones all the way turn everything up and shut everyone else up i actually had to download it off of youtube and then put it into vlc player and jack it up to 200 percent audio to barely just so you could uh you know make it out so obviously this person isn't a pro who recorded but we're glad they did yes uh canadian previews if you've never seen one canadian previews and australian previews for american shows they are very spoilery uh very very spoilery so if you you want to remain semi fresh for next week's episode. If you haven't tuned out yet, please tune out now because we're going to talk. We're about really it for gonna a we're going to bust up the spoiler on this one. Okay, I just there were several things in the episode, and you've watched a couple of the previews they released for the episode too. Yeah. But one thing I want to talk about: Rumpel and Cora. Uh, not what the what exactly? That's all there is to say about it. Exactly. Uh, one. I well, there's two shots. They're shaking hands. Saying truce. Truce. Let's work together. And then it cuts to another shot. And they're like making out. Yeah. So what's going on there? I don't don't even know. Yeah. The only thing. Because that seems. Especially when he's just lost Belle. Who he cares about almost as much as his son at this point. Because they've grown really close over the course of this season. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can think is that Cora has some sort of magic that can work on Rumple. I'm sure. Is it, so, he, so he's under some sort of, you know, manipulation spell or something. That's that's the only way I can kind of justify him doing that in my head. 
Yeah. Even though, you know, I was saying earlier in the episode that I don't think he's necessarily going to be redeemed this season. That that goes against his very nature. It's not a matter of good or evil. You, you know, he's, he's kind of ambiguous that way. He wouldn't do that. No. It, even even if, as we also see in the trailer, Belle is flat out rejecting him because she doesn't Screaming. know who he is. Screaming. Yeah, just like terrified of him. of him. I, you know, even if that was the case, I think he would be heartbroken. I don't think he would be teaming up with Cora and making out with her. Right, that doesn't things. make any sense. Although any they sense. are a little more age appropriate, probably oh than substantially more Rumble age appropriate. Um, I don't know. I think that would almost be pe- like petrifying for the two of them to be together. Everybody, mm. you're done. You're yeah. done. Done. Goodbye. Sure, flames. But I, um, anything else stick out to you in, the, in this trailer? Um, oh, because we get um, Dr. Frankenstein stuff. Oh, yes. We get a lot of the do- – we know that all – you know, the black and white is coming back. Excellent. Black and white is coming back talking a lot about – well, since the episode is called In the Name of the Brother, we finally are going to hear a bit more – See, that's why I was thinking the, about the, the wreck guy might be his brother. Which would make sense. Um, I did watch a pre, like, you know how they always put out the little spoilery snippets, but I didn't catch the name of his brother. Did they show him? They showed him. They showed him? Uh. Oh, and I didn't even think to cross-reference that. Cross-reference him with the actor. Yeah, pull it up. Uh, I can pull it Greg, up. Greg, once upon a time. We're awesome right now, aren't Go we? Go ahead and vamp for a second. Um, so, it'll, I mean, there's going to be a lot with that. I don't. I'm not sure. Oh, here we go. Did you find it? Uh, maybe. No. No. That's not the dude. Oh, that guy. This guy is playing the role his of his dad. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Just so you guys know, uh, it was a uh, Gregory Itzen is playing Frankenstein's dad. And uh, and Frankenstein and his dad do not have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. That is for show. Yeah, I, w- Based I was on the preview. I was trying to pull it up by the character name uh, as far as who the guy was, but I I, I can't sure. find it. Someone out there probably knows. Uh, you can let us know if you want to, but by the, by ti- the time you do, we'll already know. By the time you'll hear about it, we'll already know. So right. So there we go. There we there's go. Your, there's your spoilers for the week. And as always, we'll have links to all of those in the show notes at uh, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Uh, so now uh, we'll go ahead and move on to listener questions. First off, uh, we have listener questions, comments, etc. Carrier pigeons, you know the whole deal. Uh, but first, we're going to go ahead and start off with this uh, voicemail from Dave. Hey guys, this is Dave from Michigan calling in again. I had uh, really enjoyed the episode this week. I thought it was great to see uh, a little bit more of Belle's backstory and the story with Hook in town and kidnapping her and how much kind of she was a badass. Um, even now, I think it was pretty cool. Uh, however, I am one of the things I noticed that I wonder if anybody else thought the same thing. I was afraid she was going to fall out of that outfit back in Storyland or in the fairy tale land. But maybe that was just me. Thank you, Greg. And yeah, uh, yeah I don't think Dave. you were. Dave. Dave. Why are you calling him Greg? Did oh, I we're call just... him? Yeah, we we're did. just talking. Sorry, uh, Gre- da- Dave. Greg, Dave, Greg, Dave. Greggy Davey. No, but uh, her her boobs were out a lot. 
pretty close. They were <laughs> um, they were being held in by a very small piece that, of that, that That wasn't a very practical outfit for adventuring. No, none of their outfits are practical. Well, I don't know. Uh, snows and rubies. And I, 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 th- I think in, you know, even Emma has her leather jacket, which is kind of action-y. But it, no, Belle, Belle was uh, dressed up to go out to the bar or something. Well, that would be an interesting bar. Yeah. yeah. Very frightening bar. But, okay, I can see where you're going. Obviously, you've never been to Dragon Con. No, (laughs) I couldn't find a babysitter. (laughs) I wanted to go. All right. Here, I believe, is our other. Oh, nope, that's not it. Are you looking for the one from Wynn? Yeah. Okay, here's the one from Wynn right now. We have have one. We forget. We We didn't forget. We didn't get it until after because our computer was slow. Anyway, we missed it. It fell through the stacks, Win. We're sorry, but we're going to play it right now. Hey, I'm Marie and Bill. This is Win. Whenever you say my name, I have to call. So here we go. In the cricket game, we get to see even more of Cora's shape-changing superpower. Not only can she enchant herself into anyone's doppelganger, she can extend that service to random dead people, as we saw with whatever poor local became Archie's corpse. Just as a fun discussion topic, who would you like to see Cora impersonate next? I think it would be hilarious if she turned herself into Henry and Storybrooke would have to contend with an evil, evil little boy. Thank you, Wynn. Yes, thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, she does like the shape changing, doesn't she? She really does. And I love the idea of her turning into Henry. That would be fun. That would be like that Twilight Zone episode where the whole town is scared of the little boy because he can change reality on a whim. So and that all, would be exactly They're it. all like walking around him on eggshells. I'd like that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. They'll never do it, but I like it. Let's see. Who would I like to see her uh, impersonate? Hmm. Well, you know, I guess if, if she could turn into anyone, since they're kind of close anyway, um, I, I think it would be kind of cool if she uh, turned into Hook. Because oh. I, I'm sure the only person that Hook loves more than Rumpelstiltskin's wife is Hook. Right. So, so I, I, I think a hook hook duo <laughs> would be, would be kind of fun to see. That would be crazy. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Like, we got a couple comments okay. on the website too. So right? we really, I mean, we really only got one. Um, the other one is a problem with the website. Oh, okay. Um, the first one is from Sarah. Said, "Hey, just read this on TV Guide. Link included. Um, not sure how I feel about the casting. I like." Rena Sofer, but I don't see her as Snow's mom. And upon following the link and looking, yeah, no, I don't really see this lady as being Snow's mom. They pretty much look the same age. Oh, really? And that. Well, Emma she doesn't lo- have that same. Well, yeah, but Emma a, looks older than Snow, actually. Yeah, but there's a 28 year thing there. Yeah, in, uh, there was a curse on. There was a curse. <laughs> I was cursed. So, I don't know. She just, I mean, really, she's pale and has long, dark hair. That's about where the similarities end for me. Yeah, and I doubt it's going to be a very big role at all, because we've seen most of the major events in, in her life, in Snow's life, and this will be our first time seeing her mother, so it's probably going to be her death, her I'd death, imagine. That's yeah. what the episode will be. But it should be interesting. Should, should be good. Be I like it. But I def- we definitely want to thank everyone who wrote in this week. I'm sorry we were so late in getting the episode out. And uh, 
you know, getting your comments on the air. But uh, please send more in. We're going to be on time this week. And, uh, well, we gave, gave you things you have to prove one of us right <laughs> and one of us wrong. And we know you like to prove somebody wrong. Exactly. We don't fault you for it. We do the same thing. Exactly. There, there's all sorts of ways to contact us. Um, you can uh, tweet, at, tweet us at GF Storybrook. Uh, you can go ahead and email us greetings from storybrook at gmail dot com. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, you can uh, leave us a voicemail as uh, Dave and Wynn did at four two four two seven four two three five two. I'll go ahead and repeat that four two four two seven four two three five two. And you can uh, find all these ways to contact us, plus a few others. You know, Google Plus pays page facebook page all that stuff at greetings from storybrook.com well i that's uh, that's That's about about the end of the episode i'm i'm very close to death here i don't know i've been trying to get away from the microphone as much as possible but you know i've been coughing and sneezing and stuff the whole episode hopefully he heals for next week yeah 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 i i plan to i plan to i didn't give him enough adult beverages to adult (laughs) sorry i thought he had enough well i was good for like the first uh, half half three quarters of the episode, and then, and then it just got downhill. then it got bad. It's getting cold. Yeah. We're in a garage. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, yeah, we, we'll be back uh, probably Monday uh, with with a brand new episode of Greetings from Storework. Depends on if Amory works or not. If she doesn't work on Sunday night, we'll probably do it Sunday night. That's true. I don't know my schedule yet. Exactly. I should have probably called to find that out. This is not your problem. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I need to pick up some milk in my dry cleaning. Uh, No, but uh, thank you very much for listening. And until next week, greetings greetings from from Storybrooke. Storybrooke.